the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road where, um, sorry to say, um, especially since we'll miss the chili, um, but the uh, the event for today had to be canceled because of the, the weather. But I will tell you that if you are planning to come on out and get a tree, uh, you're not alone today. There's uh, somebody driving out with one right now, uh, but I've been sitting on the porch since about 11.15, and uh, the uh, folks have been getting Christmas trees all day. The guys are ready to help you. Uh, there's a great selection of trees. Uh, we also have poinsettias and uh, Christmas cactus and cyclamen. And uh, so this is a great day to come because all the trees look great. Uh, it'll be easy to pick one, and you just go inside, pay for it, and uh, by the time you get out, it'll practically be uh, on your car, ready for you to take home. So um, call it out to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull 40 Road, because uh, today is a good day for uh, shopping for trees and uh, other Christmas items. You can even go inside. They've got some real unique Christmas items inside in the shop, a little boutique there as well. So we'll talk about that some more. We'll talk about the specific trees a little later, but... Uh, if you're uh, Christmas tree shopping and you were going to come today, uh, get that, enjoy the uh, chili and the uh, the choo-choo and stuff and pictures with Santa, well, just come and do the tree, and uh, then uh, the others will just have to wait a year on. But, all right, 308-8867, that's our number, 308-8867. So, the fact that Millburgers had to cancel their Christmas celebration doesn't mean that Christmas is canceled. No, no, it? Christmas is okay. Okay, <laughs> Christmas is we okay. Get to hear, we didn't get to hear the singers this, this year. Is uh, the, this is the first time yeah, that they've ever canceled. Yeah, it was pretty uh, miserable. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could use the rain, but, but I, I guess we didn't need five inches of the rain. <laughs> is that what you got now? Is that? I had five inches, 5.2 inches as wow. of uh, last night. Then there was nothing in the evening all night. Yeah, really? and it started up in the morning. This morning, again. yeah. Hey, so uh, that Calvin reminds us. So I'm going to type that in. Our rain rangers need to call us since we've got kind of a stop in the rain, and uh, tell us where you are approximately. You don't have to tell us your street address, obviously, but you know, tell us uh, I live near downtown or uh, I live in uh, Shirts, and tell us how much rain you got. Or Floresville. For a while there, we were getting. You know, Calvin would come bragging about medical center. Oh, we got five inches of rain in the past three days. And someone from Floresville would call in and go, yeah, I'm floating down a river. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still getting rain. So my rain gauge, uh, I got three feet of rain. 
It is uh, tough, though, to to prove how much rain they have in Floresville with that sand. It just goes. Oh, you sexy! Yeah, <laughs> disappears. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. They have it. Uh, they accum- accumulates in a lot of spots, at least temporarily. But uh, they uh, appreciate the rain more than a heavier soil does, I guess. Yeah. I, I checked mine. I had three inches. Oh, wow. Okay. Three inches is all you had? Yeah. Now, over the two days? Yeah. Oh. I checked it uh, this this morning. Okay. I had fr- on Friday, I had the four-tenths, four and then and then I had the uh, 4.8 inches more. Yeah. And the official on the, in the newspaper, as of 6 o'clock last night at the airport, said that they had uh, 4.4. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, is it the airport? Since yeah, in December, so I take it for granted that's both. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, and uh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I, I, uh, I it was raining like the Dickens this morning when I yeah. left the house. I waited. I waited till it started raining real hard before I went and got in the car. <laughs> yeah, that was that was smart. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, not yet. I've packed. So this is sprinkle. I'm packing stuff up, and then I noticed it was raining like. That's like buying pro- buying property at high when the interest rates are high, so right. that you could sell them when they're low. You. Know. <laughs> so I've got medical center, uh, five point two, broad in near sixteen oh four, three and airport four. Yeah. Okay. So 308-8867 is the number. Call us with your uh, rain reports at 308-8867. Um, I checked the, uh, the usage of uh, plant answers uh, for last week. And guess what's risen to the top? Poinsettias. Really? 328 people last week. Came in and got the poinsettia information. On That's good. At least it's not overseeding. <laughs> well, overseeding is a few down, uh, 184. So uh, a little less than half looked at overseeding. But uh, to to take care of this interest in Christmas tree care and uh, poinsettia care. Uh, I've got on the topic of the month on plantanswers.com to the right of the page in red. The first listing is Christmas tree and poinsettia care, and I put uh, uh, put a link to Cal- uh, Milton's uh, favorite article about uh, uh, Christmas tree. Keep your butt clean. Well, keep your butt moist, and don't eat the flowers. This um, don't eat the flowers. Of course, that is. Oh, the the station and the rest of us are not responsible what for what some of the <laughs> yeah. members of this team say. <clears throat> the guy on your left. And, and we talked. We talked about we under the don't eat the flowers. We talked about uh, uh, how how people still believe. Well. The reason they still believe poinsettia is a poisonous, because you shouldn't be eating them anyway. But uh, it's it's because uh, they're on every poison list that you can find, you know. Yeah, and that's. But it's it's it is a house plant. Uh, I mean, I mean, and and uh, some growers use uh, certain insecticides. 
to control. Well, no, they're not using insecticides because there's not a well white flies. I'm sorry, they do use some insecticides to control white flies if if there's a white fly problem. But uh, so you don't you don't want to eat any commercially plant plant commercially ornamental plant like that. Well, that is that issue of. Um, that, that's a the great the plants that are toxic that that is an issue that everybody responds to and I think it's one of the issues that we're least responsible for about you know we we don't differentiate between a plant that if you consumed uh, three pounds of it would make you sick compared to a plant that that actually yeah. could put you down or pets down. And so you can, you know, the most plants have some defensive mechanisms and oh, yeah. have, some, have a chemistry. And uh, I think, Jerry, you mentioned quite often that there's some of the salt and some of the chemicals that we use every day are more toxic, much more toxic oh, than a lot of... A lot of the plants that we list in the toxic plant list, and certainly more toxic than so even some of the pesticides that are that are listed. So you got to be you got to be careful. And then we we kind of I think we dismiss the uh, ability of our pets oh, to, to be be smart enough yeah. to, or to, to throw it up. Yeah, uh, they vomited. Yeah, well, if it doesn't taste good, don't eat any more of it. There you, know, you go. Hey, it's a basic lesson that most pets know. So. Uh, according to the Poison Index database, extrapolations from experiments on animals indicate a 50-pound child could eat 500 or so poinsettia leaves with no effect. And there's uh, there's so. lots of information in PlantAnswers.com on toxic plants, including there's um, a column that I wrote. I think six months ago or so, that uh, where we we mentioned some plants that according or some parts of plants that according to um, at least one veterinarian in in our area that have some toxicity, and then we talk about a lot of plants that are really just not a threat. So yeah. check that out uh, along with lots of other things on PlantAnswers.com. But look at the archived articles, and can they, Jerry? Can they just go to Toxic plants, or how would they find the the other kind of? I know they'd have to go to my. They could they could probably look toxic. Look up toxic. And there'd be some information. Do, do a search for toxic. Because you you've written articles in the past. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, and and then we we used to you know with the old story about we used to have our a. Uh, a web a page on plantanswers.com edible plants and uh, Forrest got so frustrated Forrest Appleton got so much frustrated with it that he made me take it off you know we took it off because people wouldn't just read <laughs> the plants that we had then they'd say yeah I saw the plant you had listed as being edible but what about and then list some other plants that they want to know whether we're toxic or not. And 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 of course you're liable for. Yeah. And some people are allergic to 
and despite, more allergic than others. Despite what Jerry says, oh. rutabagas are edible. Well, they're poisonous. So that, that's <laughs> on the poisonous. <laughs> that, that's toxic to your mentality, is what that is. Uh, this write-up says that... Uh, uh, a 1995 study of data from the poison control centers found no toxic reactions out of almost uh, 23,000 reported exposures. Uh, I guess people, they ate it and then they brought them in. Just poinsettia? Poinsettia? Yeah, poinsettia. However, the mist perceives, uh, persists mainly because of the sap, which is thick, milky, and gross looking. <laughs> well, you know another sap that's thick and milky that, but we don't bat an eyelash at is. Uh, it reminded me while I was harvesting lettuce. Yeah, that's true. It lettuce has really milky. got it. I said, "Wow, I didn't remember that lettuce has a <laughs> sappy ex- excretion." And they say the problem maybe have something to do with the plant name that poinsettia. Sounds an awful like 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 poison. Uh huh. Point poison. P O I. Three letters. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, but you you Seems know like they're reaching. There's me. other plants too, who, you know, like the Latin binomial of uh, of our uh, lantana, our native lantana, and and what are what are some of the other ones? Is that is that horida? Uh, yeah, there, there's another one though that where there's uh, even Lantana. <laughs> you know, when it, when it's got a name like that, you probably could suspect that it <laughs> is is not the best thing to make a meal of. <laughs> the origin of the myth has a weird uh, story. By one account, the Hawaiian physician realized. I guess it said it was poisonous. He realized his original diagnosis was mistaken and planned to return to the mainland to correct his error. He died before he could make the trip. And to this day, they they still th- think that uh, uh, poinsettia, most people think poinsettias are, are poisonous. The poinsettia... Do we know what killed him? Said a recent, was it the poinsettias? <laughs> A recent it's the uh, conspiracy. research yeah. poll uh-huh. of a thousand Americans uh, commissioned uh, found that 50% of those polls said they believe porn said it is a toxic of eating. Only 16% correctly know that they're not. Another 34% said they didn't know. Some some uh, respondents were more misinformed than others. <laughs> more misinformed. Welcome to the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Women outbelieve men by a wide margin. Fifty-seven percent of women said that they believe poinsettias to be poisonous compared to 42 of the men. They're worried about the children, I guess. Americans aged 25 to 49 are also more likely to suffer poinsettia phobia than those aged 50 and over. So the young yeah, people. we're too old for any phobias. They've been hearing that. They've been hearing that forever. I even broke down and ate kale the other day. So yeah. 
I'm not mm. setting my way. Kale and rutabaga. Oh, no, I actually mix kale, yeah. chard, because chard is really mild, and uh, some spinach. And what else did I put in? Oh, turnip greens, which are not my favorite, but they in that mix they uh, that was really it was really good. It was a good uh, good mix. So it sure sounds good. And a little bit of <laughs> a, a little clump, a little clump of bacon grease. Yeah. And some Tabasco in there. Oh. Huh. I was looking for some. Uh, Every ever since I couldn't mow in my grass, I've quit eating stuff like that. <laughs> It sounds healthy. I still, yeah, it is good. I, I good still drank the bacon grease. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 308-8867 is our number. we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment. Give us a call. Tell us your rain reports. Uh, I'll get you caught up with that. Plus, uh, we need Evelyn to call. We should called yesterday, but yeah, we get a report today. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, she... Uh, I think it was, it was raining too hard for her to go out and check her yeah. gauge. So today should be okay. All right, more in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. By now, you've probably heard us talking about the San Antonio Mentoring Initiative called Project One. The premise of Project One is simple. Just one hour weekly spent between you and one individual that needs mentoring creates a profound outcome. How do you measure the impact on a young adult who learns better decision-making skills or who stays in school, or a young woman who's been freed from trafficking but who is now struggling to find her way? There are many more examples where mentoring is needed in San Antonio. Project One connects those who can be a mentor with those who need a mentor. Go to 930amtheanswer.com now and click on the Project One banner. You'll find many organizations who need you to help mentor. Project One, a public service project of 930am, The Answer. City Reachers, the San Antonio Christian Leaders Forum, and proudly supported by outstanding local business partners like Documation. Project One needs you. Go to 930amtheanswer.com to learn more. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Bias from the Bias Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I'm ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Bias Law Firm. Auto accident attorneys. 210 979 TheBiasLawFirm.com And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308 8867. Yeah, we had a caller wanting some clarity 
on the event today, and it has been canceled. Uh, I don't think it's been postponed. I think it's been canceled for this year. So the weather just got the best of us. So no Santa today, no chili, uh, none of the Western music. So uh, well, if it changes, we'll tell you, but I don't think it's going to change. Hopefully those people that rely on the event can get a uh, an appointment with their therapist this week. Or just their chili cook. Yeah, okay. yeah. Either or, I get. Yeah, yeah. You're very practical, Milton. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just get some chili. Oh, and head on over to Prusky's. Get yourself some good old chili meat. And or, or go to Wendy's. They they got great chili. Yeah, great chili. chili. Mm-hmm. There you go. Jams. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's good comfort. Edmund was uh, saying at the end of uh, our commercial yesterday when we were talking to him that it is good comfort food weather, and he's right. It is. So it's like a you picture a pot roast today, and just or it's one of those things where it makes you feel good just to have it cooking, when all the smells come out and the warmth of the stove and stuff like that. Uh, what else? Pot roast, chuck roast, I guess, or a stew. Stew would be good today. Mm-hmm. And mentioned the chili, red beans and rice. You know that'd be good. Now you got now. Nice we'll, we'll, get, we'll have gardening silence here for a while as we think about yeah. food. Yeah, you better call us because otherwise this is going to become reminiscing on food talk. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You said one of the nice benefits uh, of today is it should help with the wildflowers. Oh the yeah, blue bonnets. Yeah, the 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 blue bonnets that have been. Uh oh. Oh, the gloves are coming yeah, out. Oh, oh, man. Oh, dear. Is it getting that cold, Milton? Or you, you usually the one that gets cold first. Right? Yeah, I'm okay. I got I didn't a, wear, at least you didn't, didn't wear shorts. Yeah, I wasn't today. wearing shorts today. <laughs> That'll probably be next week. This is the first day Calvin's taking out his gloves. Yeah, that's this not a good this sign. Year. We'll so. have to watch it. Well, we didn't get our we didn't get our hot chocolate. Maybe that was yeah. <laughs> anyway, the uh, yeah the uh, uh, what are we talking about? The oh, uh, I was gardening, the blue bonnets, gardening, the blue bonnets. The blue bonnets. Uh, yeah, this this moisture, this uh, heavy rainfall or, or abundance of rainfall will uh, germinate the blue bonnets. They uh, we we've had some. We've had some germinate already. Uh, where where the irrigation was, we had had some beds over at the greenhouse and uh, with drip irrigation in them. And the the blue bonnet seed came up right along where the blue bonnet. Uh, I mean, where the drip irrigation was. You know, Jerry, I think we you know, we always get this call, and we'll get some calls next month and the month after. If you got any wildflower seeds sitting around? Yeah, I think I'd go out and take advantage of this nice oh. moist soil and oh, get it on yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so a little, a idea. it's a little late, but uh, it's certainly better to do it now than to wait another whole year. Yeah, oh yeah, because so uh, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Then the other thing, I'm going to do that. You can see the bare soil. Yeah, you want seed soil contact. And the other thing is that, uh, and this is, it's not too late for this. You got plenty of time, but. Uh, blue bonnet, the blue bonnet plants, transplants. Right, yeah, the transplants are here. And uh, depending on your soil, you may not want to be out there mucking about in the rain and if it's muddy. But uh, in a few days, things dry, dry out just a little bit. Uh, get those in the ground, yeah, too. 
We've, and got, you, we've got blues now, and I was at at the nursery on uh, this week. This week, and uh, the the reds will be ready in about a week or ten uh-huh. days. And what I did one year was red or maroon. Um, Jerry brought me out some reds, and and we and I planted them in the raised bed garden, which mm-hmm. is real easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just threw the seed and everything debris, that was left yeah, out in the, the from our and the, and the vacant lot. But with these transplants, you can you can plant them in the raised bed garden. Uh, if you're after what you're after is more seed, right? And see, it's amazing. You can tell the almost the prevailing winds by where the <laughs> where, where. Of course, within the garden they come back, and then uh, and my uh, on the south side of the garden they also come back. And I, I guess that's the uh, prevailing winds. Have yours come up yet? Uh, no, I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed. I haven't looked garden. though, real close. <clears throat> you notice they come up in that uh, in the garden, especially if you got a drip irrigation system on there, and especially if you're running it. You know what? Especially ha- at this time of the year. You know what has come up is the, I've seen a few larkspurs yeah. already. <laughs> the, they're making a run for yeah, it. Yeah, they're gonna. And I finally pulled all my zinnias. The mildew had. Uh, Devastated them, but the butterflies were still on the on the, the old flowers, bird. and and I just broke my heart. But I had to get, I had to free my snapdragons that I had planted <laughs> underneath, and then I had to plant some more. Um, and the zinnias would not care for this kind of weather too much. No, no, no. They, and so it was kind of it was tropical. Well, not a tropical place. It was a good uh, time to. Warm weather. This is the time for stocks and dianthus and snapdragons and pansies, especially, uh, and also our cyclamen and primula. Right. Uh, so get them in place, and uh, if you've been holding out just because of the, the butterflies on your zinnias, and it's probably time. Leave a few in corners if they're still looking good, but uh, get get your winter annuals so that you got something later in the winter and then especially real early spring that's when the snapdragons do their best blooming Sylvia's on the line at 308-8867 308-8867 hi Sylvia welcome hi. to Millburgers Gardening South Texas how are you oh okay just real cold cold rainy yeah we're here by the airport too where where we all live and uh we did get a lot of rain, you know. I don't, I don't have a rain gauge, but it's all this morning been rainy and windy and yeah. puddles all over the place, you know. You know. Yeah, lots of puddles. You're right about yeah. that. So, so the oh, affi- official about the poinsettias. Um, the is the whole plant, you know, you know, poisonous or just just the flower, you know, in the middle itself. None of it's poisonous. Oh, None of it. But, that was. Oh. That was a uh, uh, somebody made that determination years and years ago, uh-huh. and it's been proven false. And oh, then, really? Yeah, and then you well, put, we don't encourage people to eat them. No, but uh, ten or fifteen years ago, Jerry ate some on TV to show everybody. And uh, the problem with that is there was it didn't kill him, obviously. <laughs> that was the problem. But, but pe- people are wondering if that was affected, pa- affected his personality or anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, believe it or not, 
uh, a blast from the past when you open this uh, uh, Christmas tree and poinsettia care right at the bottom of the article I have those videos oh, okay. of me eating the poinsettia uh-huh. oh well, there you go Sylvia so uh did you hear that, Sylvia? Can, so you can, you can actually on, see on, me on eating the, them. Okay. On, on the uh, on the uh, computer on the internet, is that where I can see? Yeah, on on, on Oh, okay. Uh, uh, on the to, uh, on the front page there to the right as you open the screen, it says topics of the month, and in red it says there's a Christmas tree and poinsettia care article. Oh, and in okay. that article, in that article. Uh, at the bottom, uh, toward the bottom, is a, uh, is a, uh, well, I say it is. That famous video. Wait okay. No, he's okay. looking down. Well, I'll go to plantanswers.com. That's where I can see it? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Okay, I'll but, check it out. Okay. Yeah, no, because I've been hearing yeah. that and the, uh, the uh, you know, where the people, they go underneath something and they kiss you on Christmas time. They said that. Oh, mistletoe. Uh, mistletoe. Yeah, mistletoe. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name of it right away. Yeah, that that's yeah you don't want to eat that. Now, that, so that, is, that is poison. That, now that oh, is big, big, big time. Yes, but it's oh, okay. mistletoe. Oh, yeah. So mistletoe, then, no. Mistletoe, <laughs> no. Do but not eat it. Do not eat mistletoe. You know, they kept talking about that for a long time. Yeah. It's so beautiful, but it's, you know, it's, you know. And, and I'm going to call, call about that chili. It's a shame that y'all can't have that, you know, next Thank week. Thank you, Sylvia. you all said that, but it'd be, it would be nice, you know. Can, you know. We were looking forward to it. No, we're okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe something all, will happen. But. Y'all out there so cold. You, 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 uh, are, are y'all inside or did they still have you outside? They yeah. still have us outside. outside so. And in oh, fact, wow. with, with since we've snu- snuck weather. in so many times, they've locked the doors. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we have to be out here on the porch. And it's, it's, even, it's even so cold, Calvin's put on his gloves for the first yeah. time this year. So yeah, you can hear the winds. I've been out there, I've been, you know, kind of, in, in <laughs> this kind of weather is very cold and windy, you know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm it's actually, you... it's, it, it's chilly today, but we're okay. It's, it's, it's okay. still, for the most part, so uh, we're okay. You know, okay. it's okay. interesting. Thank you for hearing. Okay. Sylvia? A coffee, hot chocolate, okay? Okay. Okay, y'all Thanks, have a Merry Christmas. You, you too, too, Sylvia. Thank Bye-bye. you so much. Thanks for caring. Okay. Then. That was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, even this toxic plant thing is even more confusing because mistletoe is a favorite bird food. Oh. Yeah. And one of the ways it gets spread is that the birds eat it and excrete the the seeds on the plants. But yeah. But it 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 uh, can have and then it also is pretty uh, pretty available. You know, I was just. Judy was taking photos of ours that is growing all the way down nearly to the bottom of the mesquites. Yeah. And on the horizontal branches and breaking off. And all of our little undisciplined West Highland Terriers, Uh none of them, as far as I can tell, none of them are really interested in. That would make them throw up pretty quick. Yeah. Huh? I, 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 that would make them throw up pretty yeah. quick, I think. But they don't. If they try know, to yeah, and that, I think in my in my article I suggested that <laughs> when that happened, you made a point to pick them up and and get them, uh, throw them, throw them away. But the dogs, 
Yeah, yeah that sometimes <laughs> that. Yeah, I, but I keep I keep throwing mine over the fence, and the neighbors keep putting them back. So. The dogs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But that but that that's a that's a case. You gotta these uh, the idea of toxic plants. You kind of look at have to look at them each individually because mistletoe is uh, a favorite of a lot of bird species, but it has to- toxic characteristics for, I guess, mostly mammals. Hmm. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Hey, if you didn't hear yesterday, I did do some clarification. It's hard to think about the uh, drip right bags, the uh, do-right drip irrigation bags for your trees on a day like this. But, you know, San Antonio uh, notorious for having dry, dry seasons. And if you want to uh, make sure your uh, tree, that your newly planted tree, is going to do well, you can do what you see out in the uh, recreation areas or out of parks or out in uh, plantings that the city does. Let's get the DeWitt do-right bag. It's a 20-gallon watering bag that you put around the tree. Uh, and uh, you can... It's easy to install, and the instructions are pretty easy. Zip bag around tree, fill with water, let do right do its job. If you have, it fits a uh, a caliper tree of about three inches. If you have three to five, this is where I got it wrong. You can just use two bags, so you put them side by side. Uh, easy opening filling bag is emptied in about five to eight hours, and. Uh, the bag needs to be filled one to two times per week for most trees. So uh, check it out when you come to Millburgers, and uh, we'll tell you more about some of the Do-It products. That, uh, what a nice Christmas present for your tree, huh? Yes, your tree would appreciate this. Yeah. So do you it's wrap even, it around it's, the it's tree? It's even Christmas colored. Well, this is a picture of it. Has it got a strap? See, it's got the, yeah. It says a zip-around tree. Okay. So are they are they decorated, Milton, or are they still just plain green? It's just plain green. It says, oh. it says Do-It on it. But it's, it's pretty. <laughs> It's nice, it's and I think I think some people it's out there think, well, you know, it, it releases all the water in four to six hours. Uh, so, and if you have to refill it every week, that's as bad as having to water the tree. the The issue, though, is that that that, that uh, four to six hours of dripping is much more efficient than you done run off. Yeah, running the hose, unless you're willing to. Sit there and let water run off on the side and let it, until it really soaks in. Yeah. Um, so, so you're they're, they're pretty. I think the research indicates that they're very. Um, it translates into a lot of tree survival compared mm-hmm. to lots of other systems. So it's worthwhile. Yeah. Do right bag right here at Millburgers by, by Dewitt, uh, and uh, you can ask for it by name. So do right and by your tree. By giving the do right back. Now Milton is going to try it with uh, hot chocolate in it, like on a transfusion stand. I'm just going to put it underneath me. I'll, I'll just put it up above me and I'll just lay there. Yeah. Hey, Melinda's on the line at 308-8867. Hang on, Trace. Hey, Melinda, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How about you? Fine, thank you. What's going on? Well, I've been uh, watching my milkweed, and it's been sending out little floating seeds everywhere. And I gathered, uh, anyway, I gathered some of them because I want to move some into another area. Uh, Should I plant those seeds now or wait for another time? Is it tuberosa? Do you remember what kind of variety it is? Well, it's the kind that has the sap and it has orange flowers. Well, the, uh, the the one the is a low growing 
Or is it the real calls? Yeah, it's growing pretty tall. It grew about three to three and a half feet tall. If it was a tropical, okay, it is a tropical. I, then I wouldn't plant that till spring because it can be cold sensitive. Okay. But the, okay. on the other hand, that little native one that we, it's got the nice kind of orange red flowers mm. too, that one needs a, a chill period. I think we worked with James on that, but that, right. so you would, you would put that in your refrigerator for six weeks prior to planting that. And it wouldn't hurt, it wouldn't hurt it a bit to, to sit out in cool weather like this, but it, it would have to stay cool like this for quite a long period to help it germinate. Is so, that yeah, right? A, uh, does it have the same type of pod that sends out all the little fuzzy? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so, and how tall does that one grow? Well, in my yard, uh, only grew to six inches then it was blooming oh, yeah and it went it went to seed and then they they don't there's no action in the winter time and then in later spring they come they come back up in time for the uh for the migrants coming through but that's one of the issues with the tropicals sometimes the tropical will bloom the weather's mild will bloom all the way through the winter but if you're okay. if you got a tropical, then I and collect the seed and uh, put it out uh, in March. Right. Okay. Okay. I think mine it must be the tropical. Then. Yeah, I think if it's that tall, that oh, quick, it, it must really be. drew the butterflies. I have never seen butterflies like this. Uh, I had every variety out there. It seemed, and I had some monarchs, but I found out that the monarchs. I, I feel so sorry for butterflies because they didn't have a real, we did not have a good success rate with all the, the larvae that came out and attached. A lot of them fell, um, and some I don't know where they were, but um, there must not be a very good successful rate. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> well, I think you're right. I think uh, if we, a majority of uh, any insects, I mean, don't don't survive. But it really, good news is it doesn't take a lot. But they are real dependent on the weather, dependent on what's available to eat. My tropical, uh, um, I had the same success as you did as a nectar plant. I had lots of uh, queens and uh, uh, monarchs, and also the uh, golf fritillaries, and the queens laid. Eggs and there were a lot of the, the, their caterpillars ate the foliage completely gone. Now the foliage is ba- has grown back, but but I think I think you're right, and that's that's part of the that's part of why they were so susceptible to weather changes, habitat changes, uh, and that's why it's so important that all of us are uh, putting planting some of those. Uh, um, butterfly plants and uh, the milkweeds out there, especially. And Millburgers has done a good job of getting both the native and the tropical available for people, as have a lot of other uh, places. So um, yeah, I think I think we're seeing native. a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try try that tuberosa, and then try the those others. You know that purple one, the common one. Then there was one called the swamp milkweed. I think we'll be seeing more and more of those. The most 
common in Texas is the antelope horn, and then there's one called green. And they're not, they're not in the, their flowers are not in the league of the, of the tropical or the uh, tuberosa, you know, in terms of a landscape plant, but the, the monarchs still really like them. Okay. Hardy? Right. Well, appreciate it very much, and thank sure. you, and I'm sorry it rained on the big event. Yeah, we are too. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for that trip. butterfly report. Keep us informed on how the seeding goes. Oh, I'm okay. I'm going to go get some more, and I will hold off and plant these later uh, in the spring when the freeze problems. Now, if uh, yeah, if it's stop. if it's a mild, try, try some in mm-hmm. February, and then okay. some a little later. Okay. Alrighty. Well, I've got plenty of seeds. <laughs> Sounds good. Good. Thank you very right. much. You take care. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back and talk to James in just a moment. 308 is 8867 is our number, 308-8867. Or of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer is coming up. Here's a gift idea you probably haven't thought of. Cardinals. Or how about putting a squirrel under the Christmas tree this year? And you know what kids and kids at heart love? Hummingbirds. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores in San Antonio can show you how to give the gift of nature this year. There's nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or Purple Martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you find the perfect gift for the novice and expert alike. Feeders, seeds, houses, and more. Plus, Wild Birds Unlimited will help you create the natural environment that you want. One that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Northwest Military at Hebner or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD. Urgent message. Don't sell your home before listening to this. I can't believe we sold our house in just two weeks. And saved a bundle in commissions. When the Help You Sell counselor quoted us a set fee, we thought she was kidding. But then she put up the sign, started to advertise, and the calls started coming in. The house sold in only 10 days, and we saved thousands. All over America, consider discovering Help You Sell, the better way to buy and sell a house. At your local independent Help You Sell office, you don't pay a big commission and pay a low set fee. You can save thousands of dollars, get your house sold fast, and move on to the house of your dreams. It's the 21st century way to do real estate. Help you sell. Serving San Antonio and the Hill Country. Ask for a free home evaluation when you call Sergio Martinez at 210-693-0305. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of 
course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped-up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency stats. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency Bells will be ringing The glad, glad news Oh, what a Christmas To have the blues My baby's gone I have no friends And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. All right, just to mention, the uh, event today has been canceled. Um, today has been canceled. No, today has been canceled. The event today has been canceled. Uh, but listen, there's uh, lots of good reasons to head on over to Milberger's uh, for uh, the Christmas trees that you're looking for, Trace and... Uh, uh, and uh, folks are helping uh, people with their Christmas trees right now. Uh, we've got the Fraser firs, the Nordman firs, the uh, uh, we've got the uh, Noble firs, the poinsettias, lots of them here at Millburgers. Even got some good sales going on on the living container-grown Christmas trees like Aleppo pine or Italian stone pine. Twenty uh, percent off those Christmas cactuses on sale too. By the way, uh, four-inch pot is now five eighty-eight, and uh, if you're looking for uh, a little larger one, they've got the six-inch pot. And as soon as my computer works properly, I will tell you what that is. Oh, there it is, 14.88 for the six-inch pot. A cyclamen's on sale too, by the way, for just 4.88. James is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you? Well, thank you. Yeah, just fine. Uh, I called uh, with a question for uh, the doctors and then a comment. Okay. I had a question for for Dr. Parsons. A couple of weeks ago, he told me that they were using uh, all that valley mix that uh, New Earth has got for tomatoes. And I was wondering uh, how much he's putting down on those uh, uh, field tomato rows, or how's that working, or how y'all using it? Uh, they're growing. They're growing it. Uh, they're using it to to make raised beds. Yeah, in a in a in a, in a greenhouse and outside the greenhouse, and they just make a just like you make a raised a raised bed and and fill it full. So you you know however much it takes to fill the size bed that you use. So it's a oh, I, it's a complete it's just, a complete mix. I was just uh, top dressing those uh, those field tomato rows with about an inch or so of that. I guess that's not enough. Well, that's that'll help. That'll help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going in the right direction. And then I had a uh, report for uh, Dr. Bench. Uh, I was going to set down those uh, tuberoses. Uh, I got some tomatoes that started around Christmas Day, the first round of the hoop house, and I was going to put down a couple of trays of uh, of the tuberoses in the uh, twenty row. Uh, Termination trays for the uh, stratification or scarf, whatever you call it. Stratification, yeah. 
Yeah, for uh, for for spring, because I need some for the bat cave, and then I want to try to grow some for the local nursery. They're getting to be real popular. Oh wow! Yeah, they're they uh, we get them we get them here in uh, Millburgers and uh, uh, you know put the word out and in come the gardeners and they don't they don't stay in stock for long. So uh, do that, James. We need more on the market. Yeah, the, the the young lady down at Schultz Nursery was saying, yeah, just uh, you know, get them going and bring them in when you when you get them because they're real, like you said, they're real popular when they're available. Well, and it's filling a important niche, you know, and uh, you know we don't know for sure what how big a factor that particular, you know, the amount of tu- amount of tuberosa planted in San Antonio is going to how it's going to affect the overall monarch population, but it certainly isn't isn't going to hurt. And if everybody's doing that all over the the, the U.S., uh, it will help a lot get that yeah, population back up. Yeah, if you could take like uh, a place like the Bat Cave or something like that and just plant the whole damn thing and <laughs> milkweed, you you could probably charge admission, you know. Oh yeah, um, uh, that's a good idea. Uh, are you, are you, uh, how are they selling those? Are they in like, uh, three inch pots when they come to the nursery or how's that working? Well, they, what? they got them in, uh, three inch or four, three or four inch and then they've got sometimes in one gallon. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll, uh, I'll try to get them in four inch and then see how they do. Uh, you did say 90 days on that, uh, start gratification right the refrigerator yeah well I'm, t- I'm trying to remember i can't remember I, yeah seems right yeah. yeah seems right yeah you want them well yeah, that that may be a plant you may not have to have in bloom but of course anything you can get in in bloom sells so much better and you get a more for it but but the, the people that are buying those are, are a lot of times they're experienced gardener but i take that back there's an interest in from folks that aren't necessarily experienced, and they they certainly be more attracted to uh, a tuberosa that's got that pretty orange-yellow flower on there. Okay, well, uh, cross your fingers. I hope I get, uh, get some to germinate, and uh, I'm going to give it a, a good try uh, this uh-huh. spring. Okay, we're counting on you. All right, <laughs> thanks, well, thanks a lot for all your help, guys. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. All right, right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Lost trace. I was going to have him talk about the Christmas trees. I mean, he let let his responsibility as manager of the store here get in the way of his... Chat deal is coming and going. You're you're messing with the deal there. All right, let me see if I can fix it. Have well, our, our electronics is getting so complex now, huh? Yeah. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867. Better? I guess yeah, we okay. need to get Jerry some hearing aids and uh, a hookup like I've got. Well, when he unplugs me, uh, <laughs> he's standing there holding <laughs> <laughs> well, he just fidgets. It ain't working. He yeah. fidgets. Yeah, I'm a fidgeter. I want to get back. Since people are interested in the poinsettias now, starting to buy the poinsettias, 
and they're moving out onto the market. Uh, we want to talk about care of the poinsettia and especially the watering of the poinsettia. And uh, again, on this article that I've uh, put on plantanswers.com, the, uh, on the Christmas tree and poinsettia care, we, we talk about the, uh, uh, how many ice cubes to use in, in what size pot. And uh, since this is a deal, and what I want to emphasize to people is the ice cube thing that we talk about for watering your indoor house plants with, especially poinsettias, is a is supplemental water. In other words, it's like drip irrigation. And uh, some people think, well, I can get a poinsettia and I can put ice cubes in it from the time I get it on and it'll stay watered. And that's not right. Well, because I might argue with that if you had a tray of ice cubes every single day. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't want you underselling that. Because I think there's a whole bunch of gardeners out there that that have used that, and that, that just a, makes it so much easier to manage. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the, do your the, well, you're, you're well, emphasizing the weekend. Yeah, thing. well, once a week on the weekend, take your point, move your poinsettia, and and uh, I like to water mine, put mine in the sink. Well, with water, put some water in the sink about uh, two three inches deep, and then. Take the pot cover off, and then set that poinsettia uh, in that sink full of water, not full of water, you know, with a couple of inches of water in it, and let it soak the water up from the bottom. And then after it soaked it up for about uh, 10 or 15 minutes, then put it out on the cabinet, let it drain, and then put your pot cover back on it, and then put it back in place and okay. then from then on every day you can add add uh, add some uh, ice cubes you ice to cubes. supplement the yeah. supplement the water well and it's worth it some people are saying oh man that doesn't sound like sounds like a hassle but uh, <laughs> but it uh, it's not as hard as it sounds you know just putting them in run the water i just run the water in the sink and let them kind of do like jerry's doing but uh Put the drain, drain down so that yeah. when you put the water in there and then this little bit of, just like a tray, and it soaks in there, and then you put your little wrapper back on, and then and sometimes, we have a sauce saucer that we put on them too so that it doesn't get the, the furniture. But those things will last four or five months if you do this. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they look nice. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's quite a... Um, Attractive part of the, it can be part of the uh, decoration in the household for quite a long time if you just give it water. And of course, it's much easier now than it used to be, though. Yeah. They're not nearly as sensitive. No, yeah, they they used to. If you ever you want you want to keep them moist but not wet every day of the week. And usually okay. those that soil they're in is so light, so yeah, light. so yeah, it, it it dries out real fast. Yeah, it's hard. Unless you have a big, leave them in the sink for four days, but uh, <laughs> they, they drain, they drain right through. So yeah. you don't have to worry about overwatering. But you want, you want, uh, when they're grown, where they're grown, of course, is 
in full sun in a greenhouse uh, so they get plenty of sunlight and they they're drip irrigated they they use drip irrigation run and they run at a drip irrigation every day so that's where the ice cubes every day uh kind of mimics the uh, drip irrigation that they had in the greenhouse. And we talk about, in your article and articles I've written on the radio here, we talk about, I think, bright light right. is best, best, but the problem with having it in where it gets blasted by the, the sun, like a west side window or something, is you go from cool to really a, a hot blast, and in yeah. the long term, that's not the best, whereas... Uh, you know, where you get an indirect bright light, uh, that that seems to encourage them to live for quite a long time. But they're a lot tougher than they used to be, and uh, and they use the ice cube for supp- supplemental irrigation and give them that weekly soaking. And uh, you point out it should last all the way through. The so, in, anybody, Jerry, that's curious about the ice cubes, go to PlantAnswers.com. Right, it's it's in the in the Christmas tree and poinsettia care article, on uh, the first one on topics of the month in red, red letters. It's the famous Parsons cube, ice yeah. cube. Uh, it was a, a family research project. So yeah, how, how many how many people come to see that each year? Do a lot. You get a lot of well. Uh, we had 328 last week. Wow, for the ice. Yeah, very cool. The for the for the Pornsetti and Christmas tree are so, okay. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Is it my imagination, or is it getting light out there? Yeah, light. it's getting yeah. lighter. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867. We're going to take a break in just a second. Don't forget, Millburgers uh, still has all these great trees and poinsettias that we've been talking about. They leaving the living grown container tree, even the container grown, still in container, living Christmas trees that you can use after the uh, after the holidays and enjoy in your yard and landscape. And they're on sale for twenty percent off. Cyclamen too. Well, maybe we'll talk about that in a moment. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number... Uh, the one with the video. Oh, okay. Well, I'll look for it. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check the video. Okay. On that well, you want me to check another one? No. All right. You'll find it. it well, we, we, um, right. as you guys are discussing now, we, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, for two weeks, we talked about the cutting flower garden in uh, my Express News articles. And we did a calendar by month to show what, you know, just one example of, of what you could plant and what action would be required in each month and what you could harvest in each month. 
And that that was uh, it was not included with the article, but it was published in the Express News uh, website on mysanantonio.com. And um, we spent some time trying to figure out if how easy it was to get to it. Um, and it turns out that you do, you do have to subscribe to the Express News. It appears we were hope, kind of hoping you could get to it, um, but. As Jerry brought up a couple weeks ago, uh, if you uh, really w- want that uh, that uh, calendar, a couple ways to do it. You can go to, you can go to the event on December 19th, where I'm going to be talking about cutting flower garden, uh, give a PowerPoint, and have all the handouts, including the calendar, at uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas event at noon at the Garden Center. And uh, in a pinch, I guess they could. C- uh, call in here and leave us uh, a how would we do that Milton a uh, email address and I can send that to them or? okay if you want to do that they can send it to me Just okay yeah Milton at klup dot com and then I'll forward it to Calvin oh, and why don't I do this uh, the easiest way I guess I, why don't I just quick send the calendar to um, Plantanswers.com. I, I eventually will send it in a week or so, but I'll do. I'll just do, try to remember to do that today. Okay. And then people can go to Plantanswers.com too and find it. Yeah, I'll put it on the topic of the month. Okay. So the reason we're interested in this because we we've, we've had uh, several inquiries about getting access there, and and uh, Milton and I were p- playing with the computer. Uh, trying to figure out the easiest way to get it off the oh yeah the, the website, but uh, the, the, so plantanswers.com you can leave your send Milton uh, email address or attend that uh, the December 19th event at noon at the Garden Center and we'll get you that calendar. Cool. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Uh. I'm fascinated by this uh, comment that uh, we do, and we talked a little bit about it the other day about using a, a water-soluble plant food each time you water your winter annuals. That makes sense, but for some reason we we always think of just put on your pre uh, pre-plant application of nitrogen and then just kind of maybe side dress them every now and then but uh, uh, Neil Sperry writes in his uh, news, uh, weekly newsletter that uh, winter annual uh, fertilized winter annuals with high nitrogen water soluble plant food each time you water hmm. now you said you side dress yours yeah I just I side dress mine unless they're in a uh, container but I, I have to admit I there I use Osmocote, but they don't, the uh, w- winter annuals don't get as much fertilizer as the summer right. uh, annuals. Because I, I, you know, I mix up those big uh, tanks of uh, the soluble fertilizer in the summer and pour yeah. them out to the citrus and everything. And uh, all they get some is o- some Osmocote. <laughs> and the winter vegetables, they get, a, they get a lot of fertilizer, but they get it side dressed. Yeah. So. So I, I you wonder, know, now that now that we're growing a lot of cyclamen and and things like that, 
You know, and uh, th- that's that, that's a pretty good investment. And the other thing is that we, you and I we talked about this. I don't know yesterday or the last. That cyclamen root root ball is in that that really dense potting yeah. mix, and I've it's hard. I can't quite figure out how much root actually leaves there. I didn't look like there's much and so you're probably right it's probably worth you don't pull yours up every now and then look at them huh? no <laughs> and and i and i don't even you know as you get near the into the warm weather they decline but i don't yeah dig them up even they they're but they're bare rooted right i mean they come in when no. you when you take them out of the pot to plant them yeah the, the, you see the roots right yeah but it's a it's not. It's not. Uh, well, I, I guess I plant mine pretty early in the season, mm-hmm. but I don't remember ever seeing a dense root. You know, like Coming you would with the snapdragon. Yeah, you know, yeah. to get root bound and yeah, yeah. roots everywhere. Nah, the cyclamen, I don't see that. Maybe somebody. Uh, I guess if you planted some a little later in the season, maybe. But I can't. You're looking at those and how wonderful they look. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look like they're root bound. But I think that might not be a bad idea. I wonder how efficient my side dressing is with them in the winter time. If you just use an Osmocote and it's cold, yeah, you know Osmocote's a three so, four month release. Yeah, and so you're well. I use when they're in the bed. If they're in the in the, in the container, I use Osmocote. But if they're in the bed, I just use winterizers oh okay okay fertilizer but it's 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 just like those uh our, our hollies that uh, newly planted hollies and, right and when we water we have to water at the base mm-hmm. well we may be doing the same thing with the cyclamen i may i maybe should experiment with that yeah uh, it's a, it's a little more work, but you still yeah just you a little little bit you got to water them. Something like Miracle Grow or something like yeah. that, uh, Peter twenty twenty twenty, and 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 the neat thing about that is uh, when you're using that, it it won't burn if you mix according to label instruction when you're using a water soluble fertilizer, and it also like you say it'll run run down the stem. And right back into that into that root ball, and also it's absorbed through the foliage. Yeah, and you when you think about how much they grow when you got them in a, a big container in the house. Yeah. I mean they get they get big, and I've just never seen that kind of growth in in the winter garden right. outside. Yeah. Or winter containers even, and it might it might be the difference. Part of the difference might be the fertilization. Yeah, we need to. I don't know how we do experiment on that. Well, we can start with just a kind of a maybe half a bed. Yeah. Of water, uh, water well, that's good idea. half a bed. Yeah. And, and I got two rows, maybe enough. the front row or back row, and then the, then it'll be it'll be unfair, you know. It's like giving the, <laughs> one of the dogs a treat, and the other dogs look at you like. Why <laughs> does he get one? What do you do? You do? do you dare do that, Jerry? When you're treating yeah, your dogs, uh, they do. Uh, you, my, I, I'm convinced that my dogs count. You know, uh, I, I I give them a certain number of treats in the morning and a certain number of treats in the afternoon. 
And when I give them the first treat, if I want to leave the room or something, they come get me. Yeah. But, you know, you're supposed to give us two treats. <laughs> well, I, they look at me like, you're supposed to give us two treats. And we, uh, we've trained Maggie, the 14-year-old, that if she comes comes in the back door, we give her a treat. So now yeah. she... Now she'll go out the front and come around to the back, <laughs> and she'll stand there and look at you until her gets her treat. They're waiting for the treat. Yeah. And I keep telling everybody she can't hear, but, boy, if you open the treat uh, yeah. for one of the other dogs, here comes that old old 14-year-old for her share. Good for Your that. dogs are funny. Uh, and, and wives are funny, too. We got a question in. Now, is this a, is this a typical wife or not? Milton and I deny it. Yeah, I, uh, I don't, don't want to. <laughs> this is a my, yeah, the opinions of some of our listen to, listen to, listen clearly to this question. My husband trimmed our red oak and wants to use black pruning sealer. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't a clear acrylic paint? Work as well and not look so well black. No. In other words, probably work. This, this this woman is worried about the color of her pruning paint. Yeah, I can no. understand that because you know. no, acrylic paint is hard to put on too. It's harder to uh, acrylic paint is a little harder to. Oh, is that right? Apply. I think of it as being maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I think of it as being stickier. And, uh, you know, like latex is really just swish, swish, and pruning paint is just a, but I would, well, I guess, if I guess, my wife suggested that, to... if my wife suggested that, I would, I would say, what about, uh, we just, I think I would do it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like easy very, answer. Very yeah. intelligent. Easy. Yeah. Well, I, I would, I would say. Well, if you don't like black, they have white pruning paint. They have purple. You can yeah, really, really attractive, glowing white. Yeah, you, know. you can. Or you could get the. And then she'd love that black. Now, the on the other hand, the the one the one argument for black is that it's obvious that it has been painted. Yeah. And it's much easier for. Well, that's true. Managing acrylic, somebody that's see. managing a pruning job on a series of trees it's much easier for that person to know and the person paying for the job to know that these these branches have been treated that pruning paint is weird is it yeah you you drink it or what no because i got the spray can (laughs) and i was spraying it and it's black and it all kind of flakes off and comes at you it that, that, that's one of the uh, one of the issues is that because you use it, you don't use it very often. Yeah. And I've I've done that, that where I've just taken it, you know, kind of showing and here's how you do it. And the thing I haven't used it for three years and you spray it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It goes uh, for for our audience. We're talking about it's it. Clogged up. Going yeah, clogging up, going sideways in every direction. Well, of course, the the little spout is clogged. Because you didn't hold it upside down and squirt it. When you after you use paint, you you hold it upside down and let the air move. Uh, oh, I do. Yeah. Huh? Now you tell us. 
Yeah, I didn't know that. They don't tell yeah, you that. Yeah. Oh. Hey, we've got you. You mentioned Evelyn. We got her on the line. All right. Three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. Three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. Hi there, Evelyn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Still wet and cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had I finally walked out yesterday evening about four o'clock, and I had five point two inches of rain. Good Lord! Wow. My goodness! Did you and get any more last night or this morning? This morning has been pouring just about all morning. It lets off and it lights up like the sun's going to come out. And here it gets dark again. It's getting ready to pour again. And it's <laughs> so remind us where you are. Sure. Sorry. Remind us where you are again. Shirts. Shirts. Okay. Okay. And I yeah, that's some great. people at church from Cibolo, uh, and they had seven inches. Wow! Yeah! Wow! Good Lord! You're right, close, but you're not out. You're not on the recharge zone, but uh, the river should be full. Yeah, they should. Yeah. We need it to rain, but nah, I need some sunshine. <laughs> I like my sunshine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well if we could get it, if we could pick the timing, it would be perfect. But <laughs> yes, you would. Uh, can you tell me a name of a tree or a bush in the hill country that has red berries? What, what does red red berries? Well, there's there's a couple. <laughs> okay. But possum holly is a real desirable one. But yeah. if it's got big, beautiful red berries and they're real thick on there, and they're in the trees, you know, growing in uh, cedar and whatever, that's pyracantha. So, so pyracantha is kind of a naturalized exotic yeah and the possum holly is a really desirable native birds love both well my uh, son-in-law was showing me a picture that he had on his phone from uh, rock springs and he was asking me what it was and i couldn't think of we used to have it out on the farm i think a long time ago but i couldn't think it's a holly possum holly is that what you said yeah yes ma'am if if it's a little tree if it's a little tree. Okay, I'll have to but ask if, him again. <laughs> but if it's a vine in a tree, that's uh, and and the bear is big and red, uh, then that's that's a uh, castle. Now, when you go, the, yeah, go ahead. Would they be out in the woods in the hill country? Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. The park. And if you, yes, yeah. ma'am. When you go. Um, when you go east on Highway 10, um, you see a lot of the possum haw along the fence. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, and possum haw holly is really neat. It's a deciduous yopon holly, and one of the favorite birds. After the first freeze, the birds just eat it all up. This was in Rock Springs. Yeah. Well, that, there, there, there's a, it's a, there is possum holly there, but there's a good chance that that could be paracantha up there if it's really visible. And that that's related to it's related to apple, so they actually can make jelly out of it out of it if they want to. But the paracantha that has um, thorns, right? Yeah, the other name is fire thorn. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what about the holly? That wouldn't have thorns, though, would it? No, no, ma'am. No. Okay. And the leaves fall off. All right. I'll have to. All righty. Okay, thank you. 
You bet. Okay, thanks yeah. for calling. Thanks, Evelyn. Trace is up here with us. Have a good Oh, man. Well, sour. <laughs> Not quite ripe. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's soft, though. It's soft. So I was assuming they were ripe. I didn't eat one yet. Well, there's a, there's, there's a few more out there, so we'll wait. One of my long. neighbors called to say that his fig had gone wild and he was and had he had figs again i called him him and his fig plant weird but where is this here in the nursery this is a little miss figgy yeah yeah so we'll wait we'll wait another week and try a couple more yeah thanks <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now milton and i will be pretty really regular here if we eat these uh, milton liked it yeah it doesn't taste sour to me doesn't no Nothing. but i'm stopped up you're nibbling on it well, well, that thing in your mouth and eat it. <laughs> then it'll taste sour. I was already ate half of it. Yeah. Okay. Look at him nibbling on that little fig. <laughs> I'm eating it daintily. <laughs> What's going on, Trace, besides Little Miss Figgy? Well, it's a, it's a wonderful day to shop for Christmas trees. They that really is. love this weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christmas trees? They do. Yeah. And uh, it's not raining, and uh, we've actually been moving quite a few of them, and, but there's still plenty of good-looking ones left. Yeah. we've. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. But uh, we've been seeing people about every uh, three to five minutes walk out with a Christmas tree. And, so. and we just sold a Nordman. So they came in and said, where's that hypoallergenic tree? Oh, good. So uh, they bought a big Nordman. Will you want to explain that? Uh, well, for people that are allergic to Christmas trees or things in general, uh, this Nordman fir is far less likely to give you problems. And it is the most popular Christmas tree in Europe. Uh, it has a great weeping look to it, and uh, I, I enjoy it. My wife actually liked it. I think she wants one of those next year. Oh, good. She doesn't. She doesn't do change real well, so oh, okay. it actually surprised me. Uh, then we have Fraser firs, which is all-around best tree. It uh, stays green the best. Uh, great fragrance. And then we have noble firs as well. So if you have those big, heavy ornaments, the branch structure is much more rigid on those and can uh, can hold the ornaments up better. Uh, great selection of living Christmas trees, too, and I believe they're on sale. They are on sale, 20% off. Talk about those. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Japanese blueberry trimmed up like uh, Christmas trees. We've got some blue point A couple of different junipers. sizes, I, I yes, guess, yeah. Uh, some blue point junipers uh, trimmed that way. We've got some spiral junipers for if you want a unique-looking Christmas tree. Uh, we've got the uh, Aleppo pines, the stone pines. Uh, pretty sure I even have some ligustrum left that are trimmed that 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 way is too. And there's that that Arizona cypress, which yep, we heard. Arizona cypress. I don't think that's. Uh, well, there's two versions of it. There's oh. one that's a little more free form, uh-huh. and then I, I've got some 15 gallon that are uh, more pyramided. Okay, because they they actually make a pretty good pyramid without uh, having to cut on them and prune on them, and uh, the, and they are they are seriously. Tough, uh, xeriscape plant, uh, uh, and good, uh, good cover for the birds, and real attractive with that blue, uh, that blue even, foliage. That one's even on the the CPS tree rebate. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good, that's a, a good plant for a Christmas our Christmas tree, and and have uh, have them help pay for it. Yep. Hmm. True. Not too bad, right? Yeah, it's very smart. And the uh, Aleppo people say, well, I never heard of the Italian stone pine and the Aleppo pine. The Aleppo pine was the one. If you're familiar with Kelly Air Force Base, I think I think there's still a lot of them out there. And uh, out there, it always strikes me as that they look like the southern pine forest, just tall, straight, open pine, 
they'll grow they'll grow uh, significant in the uh, some city settings if they're they'll be kind of if you give them a lot of room they'll be kind of a sprawly uh, look the Italian stone pine is what they also call those the umbrella pine but that seems yeah, some big monster ones too. yeah yeah they so so those are serious those are serious uh, pines for your landscape if you uh, Miss Pines, and they also like alkaline soil. So, oh, okay. Uh, go to if you want more information on living Christmas trees. Well, next week my article will be there, but uh, there's articles in uh, PlantAnswers.com because you want to you want to plan for them. You're, you know, they want to you want to get them get what you need uh, for your decorating tree, but then you also want to be ready. To use it, know where you're going to plant it, have enough room for it, and with the sun, and they're a little heavier with the root on there than they they are than a regular Christmas tree. And they're well watered. Yeah. So, yeah. So do think think about that. Check out what those articles, and then uh, come and take a look at these. That's a neat thing about coming to Millburgers. You can look at the living the Christmas trees with roots, and then. And then the the fallback situation is pretty desirable with these uh, unbelievable um, trees that are uh, cut trees that are available. And the elaborate process that Millburgers goes through to make sure that you got a tree that holds its needles the whole season and uh, won't fall over, won't tump over. It doesn't matter if you have a an Airedale that is inclined <laughs> to jump on the tree with these stands on there. Um, they're 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 sturdy, and the stands you just you, you recycle them every year with kind of a twenty dollar fee the first time, but then you just bring it back and uh, exchange it for your next tree. We, and, we've had a lot of them brought back this year with the trunk still attached. <laughs> and I, I guess they couldn't figure out how to get it off. But for those of you out there that want to get it off, it's just twist it counterclockwise till it's loose and it should pour yeah, out. Yeah, and it's not it's not a hard, not a real hard screw. You, as sturdy as it is, you, I'm, I was, I'm always surprised when it does screw off relatively easy. And I heard a horror story uh, this morning, Trace. You'll appreciate that. Somebody that bought a tree. Uh, yesterday, at a different at a different store, and the guy w- they, it was all wrapped tight, and so it was he had, they had to insist that they open it up for him, and then he, the the guy would not load it on the car because it was raining, so the the mother and the ki- and the her two little kids were out there tying it on. Wow, I've seen you guys. I was a little and wet yesterday. Yeah, that's not not the case here at Millburgers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, make here at Millburgers. Make a knot, wipe my eyes so I can see, wipe, make another knot. So, yeah, that that's they're going to make sure your tree is secure. And then, of course, the uh, the son, I just, he was just excited about this, and they thought it was because he was helpful and had an important role. But when they got home, he jumped out of the car first and said, Ah, oh, the tree is gone, and so his oh, my, wow. mother got out when she saw that the tree was there, and after she smacked him a few times. Uh. <laughs> no, but that no no nightmares yeah, here. Humor. They'll they'll get it on. They'll put it on uh, secure for you on the vehicle, and 
That sounds like something you'd say. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I probably did. <laughs> now, it, it, it never dawned on me. How do you water a living Christmas tree in a, in the house? Well, that's one of the well, one of the. Are they on our? Are they they? You you gotta you gotta have a. They don't they don't have a stand. No. I would actually prefer it to stay outside closer to closer to Christmas, decorate it, and then bring it in. A lot of a lot of people put them on their patio or. Yeah. But you can actually. Oh, okay. Um, I was thinking of those uh, poultry um, feed Are we, aluminum. We yeah, the they work cube. pretty well. We can do the ice cube thing, but they're not going to sweat very much inside. And again, if it's inside for a short period of time, it probably won't matter. But you don't but water you, really good, let it drain, and then haul it in. Yeah, you don't you don't want to let them dry out though. And then you want to. Well, I mean, they're burlap, bagged in burlap. No, right? no, no. They're all containers. Oh, oh, okay. okay, every, okay. Every, every one of them. Although, I guess technically, I do have some that would fit <laughs> what you're talking about. I've got some hollies up on the hill yeah. that are. Uh, Perfect Christmas tree shaped, and they are ball and burlap. Yeah, but yeah, that that's part of it. That planning, you got to find some kind of a tray if they're going to be in the house. But okay. a lot of times they are out on a patio. Okay, they pro- they probably do better out on a patio. Yeah, well, it's I'm less stress on for the less tree. stress on the tree for the tree. Yeah, but even if you plan for it, they, they do. You know, and you only have them inside for four weeks or so. They do fine. They get out there. Uh, some people will even wheel them out. You know, they've been in the shade basically in the house, and I'll wheel them out in the in the morning sun for a few days before they plant them in their in their full sun site. Uh, hey, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas in a moment. We'll talk to Trace a little bit about some other stuff here at the nursery, and we'll talk to you with your gardening questions at 308. 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Charlie Weisinger. At Weisinger Law Firm, we help people navigate the world of estate planning and probate. Our goal is to put a plan in place that allows family members to focus on what's most important, your family. At Weisinger Law Firm, we do this by taking the time to meet with you to get to know your values and goals, and your first consultation is free. Not having a plan in place can leave your legacy tarnished by years of legal maneuvering and financial struggles. Make sure your legacy is what you intend. Let us put a plan in place that will protect your family. At Weisinger Law Firm, we call this Peace Through Planning. Our office is located just north of San Antonio in historic Selma, Texas. The number is 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 for Weisinger Law Firm. Online at weisingerlawfirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone 
forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors. Blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Right now, we've got a special buy three, get one free on all of our window treatments. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your smartphone. Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with delightful, delightful decors. decors. For blind shades and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with delightful decors. Call 844-DECORS. That's 844-433-2677. Jay Sekulow says the media will make it tough on Trump. Look, you cannot start an administration and have everybody on the attack mode. But let me tell you who is. The mainstream media. Why? Because you know who lost the election? The mainstream media. Let me say that again. Who lost this election? Sure, it was Hillary Clinton. But it was the mainstream media. They lost this election, and they lost it really overwhelmingly. The Jay Sekulow Show. Weeknights at 7. Right after Larry Elder at 5. On 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, Santa South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our number 308 8867. 308 8867 All right, you know those folks that are hard to shop for? You know, you kind of go, oh, but they got everything. You know, I don't know what they what they want. Well, Wild Birds Unlimited has a uh, an idea for you and lots of ideas. Uh, you can help them to introduce wildlife to the yard, birds, squirrels, all kinds of great stuff, whether it's feeders or bird houses. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited has what you need, and they can uh, develop a relationship with them as well, which is kind of nice because... Uh, uh, we talked to Denise, and we'll, we'll talk to, uh, to some of the other. There's three of them here in San Antonio. We'll visit with uh, with all of them before the holidays are over. But you can uh, kind of learn from them what works, and it becomes a uh, a little support group, if you will. Uh, Bill and uh, Denise both talked about what customers are telling them, and customers are telling them stuff because they, they like to talk to them, and they get other feedback, and they uh, kind of become a little community. So uh, if you're looking for uh, really an interesting gift, uh, like a suet feeder, or you need to get seed, or you're going to get a Purple Martin house for someone this year, uh, head on over to Wild Birds Unlimited. You'll also find binoculars and tilly hats and all kinds of yard art, as well as uh, all kinds of beautiful things at Wild Birds Unlimited. Three locations in San Antonio, by the way, Northwest Military and um, Hebner Road. 
Uh, Denise, we talked to her yesterday. She's on FM 3009, uh, just east of 1604. I'm sorry, a 410. I'll try one more time. A 35, east of 35. And then Braun Road in 1604 also. Um, uh, Kim is over there, and you can visit with her. But lots of great stuff at Wild Birds Unlimited. You know, a neat, neat uh, uh, last year we talked about projects. If you're going to uh, go to Grandma's house or somebody's house, carry, you know, a Carry over a, a bird feeder for the and a bag of uh, sunflower seeds and actually put the feeder up. Yeah. They and they've got all the parts, so it's not it's not a hard job, you know, to find a, a put a hook hook on the eaves or a hook on a, a branch and uh, put it up for the gr- grandmother or for the grandpa and uh, or the kids and well, uh, then they can uh, enjoy. Yeah, uh, those uh, observing those birds because this is a this is a San Antonio is an excellent place to uh, to feed and watch birds. There's just a lot of species, and and most neighborhoods have enough trees and shrubs and things that you uh, get you get a lot of variety. Well, and that that's the cool thing is that uh, in talking to the guys, that's what I was trying to get across too. Was you you get reports back of people customers they have. And they tell you about the customers, and you think, well, this is the last person in the world that would enjoy this. But their customers, these are the guys they're describing, this has become a big part of their world. They absolutely love it uh, to, to have that, and, and it really is a lot of fun. So if you haven't considered it, uh, I bet you'd surprise somebody, and I bet you'd hear back time and time again okay. how much they love it. Well, and just as, as we showed when you, when you guys started the, yeah. the suet feeders, I mean, it's almost immediate feedback. Yep. Uh, the, birds, the birds find them, and uh, then you get, it's, ama- it's amazing how many species there are. Uh, but most of the time it's dry here, and with our evaporation rate, you know, you can have uh, mud puddles one day and yeah. dry areas the next. So it's a, a great addition to the bird's habitat to have a bird bath out there, and they can be real attractive ornaments for your landscape, too. Right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Did you want to know anything more about the temperatures and no, we hadn't mentioned it on the air, have we? No. Uh, today, high of fifty or high of fifty-seven. I don't think we reached that. I just heard it was going to be cold. Yeah, cold, cold front coming down. It looks like, from what I can tell, so Tuesday is clear. Tuesday is going to be really nice. Seventy-two is the high. Seventy-two and sunny. Forty-four degrees uh, for the low. And then it starts dropping and getting cloudy and rainy. 63 on is the high for Wednesday, lows 40. And then the low on 30 on Thursday, according to AccuWeather, is a 33 with a high being 50. And it's going to be cloudy, cold, and and uh, on Thursday. On Thursday, yeah. So that means you better be ready because that forecast can go down. Yeah. And there's been other forecasts uh, of uh, this uh, this week though where they actually showed a. Uh, freezing temperature here in San Antonio. So, have your uh, covering ready. Yeah. Um, and what your do we blanket. got? Blanket. Get your blanket or uh, all your old blankets. Yeah. 
and uh, heating heat source. We probably won't need a heat source with that kind of temperature. No. But um, this it just pays. This is the time of year you need to be ready because you don't sometimes don't get more than a couple of days' notice when the first freeze is coming forth. Yeah, and you even mentioned I think with both of the, uh, the I guess all the products that we've talked about, there's nothing really harmful at all about putting them on the day before and. Worst case scenario, you're ready and don't have to worry about it. And if it doesn't, oh, yeah. if it doesn't happen, you haven't done any harm. And, and we haven't talked about this. We did um, in past years, but the freezes this time of the year, the first freezes are much more damaging than, oh, really? than later. Yeah, after plants get hardened off, they got much th- things like uh, citrus, uh, a lot of evergreen plants, um, plus. A lot of the fruit will be harvested by by and uh, tomatoes will probably at this point we're I think we're pretty content with what our tomatoes have done this fall, but uh, there's folks out there I'm sure that have still have green tomatoes, and if it's only you know if it's a 33 32 freeze cover them you uh, you still have another you may have a couple more weeks of harvest before the cold weather gets you, but anyway be ready and then make your decisions about how elaborate you're going to get on cold protection. Is the uh, Are the rains now helpful for freezes come Thursday? No, redu- oh, yeah. Yeah, reduce. They won't, reduce. People won't be going out watering their shrubs in no, the middle of the night like, <laughs> and having Calvin come by and scold them for watering in the middle of the night. But so Jerry, on Jerry, their off, off yeah. day. But Jerry's talking about is one of one of the things that uh, like orchards do to protect their plants is to turn on the ir- spray irrigation and run at the entire period of frozen uh, freezing temperatures, and so it never gets the trees never get below 32 degrees. And it's been translated to if you just go out and water your plants or just spray a little water on there, that it's going to protect your plants. That's not. It's not. It's a whole idea of the constant running water is providing heat as it freezes. That's what works. But you. But it does make a big difference if your plants are well watered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Our plants will be well watered, and, and they're much more cold tolerant when they've got had been watered well for the whole period. Absolutely. It's my understanding it's about calories lost. It takes a whole lot more to go from freezing water or water to freezing water uh, than just the temperature of dropping one degree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah they just there's there's just a lot of so not that it depends on a diet for calories heat. lost. But <laughs> it's a it's a maintains a maintains a mild temperature. Just you don't have the t- the temperature drop. So be ready. What else is going on, Trace? Well, we had the the dual plant of the weekend. Oh yeah, today. that's right. The we had the uh, the coleus poinsettia. I don't know how to describe it any different. So poinsettia that has a, a leaf similar to a coleus, um, real pretty with the pink, a little bit of white in there. And then we had uh, one I used to call jingle bells, where it's red, looks like somebody splotched some paint, white paint on it. But this one actually had streaks of white in yeah. it too. Uh, jingle bells didn't. So oh, okay. we had both of those, and they are on sale. And I did check that price. I was correct yesterday at seven eighty-eight. Oh. 
Oh, good. Okay. So, the, and is that all of them? Uh, all of the 999 ones are that, and both of those varieties are in that size. Okay. So the point set is uh, uh, those that he's talking about are 788. So that. Uh, if you uh, want to get them, come on over to Mill Burgers. It's uh, still, um, we're watching lots of folks getting trees and poinsettias and stuff. Uh, so I haven't been back in the greenhouse. How, what's the, what size poinsettias do you have? Uh, there's a handful, there's handful of four inch, and then uh, the most of them are six or six and a half inch. There's okay. some really big and ones some, in there. There's a, I think a small amount of eight inch, uh, and then ten inch, and then ten inch hanging baskets. Oh, okay. Yeah, you walk into the there was a where the cashiers are the patio trees, so we didn't get the patio trees. Right. You walk into where the cashiers are, and they're just crowded with poinsettia plants. And everybody always walks in. Is this all you have? And then no, we have a <laughs> greenhouse full of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, what are the um, are 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 the um, Help me, the phalaenopsis, and the, is there any action on those? Oh, are they uh, the Afri- there's a, uh, We sold a few orchids that were in bloom the last couple of days, but uh, a lot of African violets. Oh, yeah, that's always a neat plant. Yeah, and Christmas cactus. And Christmas cactus, and Christmas cactus is on sale. All right. So, uh, and as well as the They're pretty. Poinsettias. They are, yeah. I'd, one of my favorite little things to grow in a hanging basket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Christmas cactus. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. That's pretty cool. Are they all red or? I'm just used to kind of the container. I don't. Yeah. Well, most uh, of them that pinkish. Most of them are that pinkish. pinkish. Uh, there might be a few odd colors still yeah. left in there, but uh, most of them are that pinkish color. Yeah, that's pretty. All right, then cyclamen. Oh, we're we're the king of cyclamen. You are the king of cyclamen. Well, and, we, and then I was right. There's a when I when I was picking mine out, and that uh, woman that was. Buying her for her landscape, both of us were after that purple, and we uh, between us we got every purple that was there. There is a you know I anticipated a whole, that. Se- a whole section now of that purple, and if you the red and white is pretty impressive, but uh, you, you got to see that that purple, purple and white color. is royalty. Yeah, well, red is uh, or church. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, purple purple has got a little more s- subtlety to it, but. Uh, but it's a. I also found that to be one of the uh, hardiest. You know, it's just an observation thing. But I think uh, white is. Do you? I don't. I think they're not. I, I think the purple is. Even the red is more hardy than the white. Uh, t- Trace and I have this ongoing debate on uh, on the cyclamen. The overall conclusion is on both of us is that they're they're spectacular. Uh, so, pick and choose. I think you'll be happy no matter what color you pick. But always put some. But white look at in the there. purple. Always put some white in your in your cyclamen area because you can see it at night. And the other colors, you you know, if you're outside and. Uh, what are you doing outside, crawling around at night? I have a front porch, and we, yeah. uh, we, <laughs> we have birds, so they start squawking. So when my wife gets on the phone, the only place she can hear oh, is in the, the front on the porch. Uh. <laughs> Is that why she goes out, huh? Because that's what she tells you, though. Well, no, it's real. I hear the bird. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you suggest, uh, Trace? Oh, talk about the reeds and garlands, too. We do have 
we have uh, live wreaths and garlands, so uh, you know, it's not that, that fake stuff that you see out there, plastic and all that. This has the fragrance. Uh, we've, most of them are noble fir, but I think there's still a few Fraser fir wreaths left. And then there's um, cedar garland uh, that we sell by the foot or by the roll. And there's a little bit of noble fir garland left. Okay. So uh, it's kind of kind of a neat thing to uh, you know hang over your doorway or... Uh, you know, I, I saw something kind of different last year where people were buying the wreaths and putting them on the table, and then they had these big candles that they would sit. Oh, in the middle? In the middle. Oh, that's interesting. So, found a new use. Yeah, it kind of sounds Martha Stewarty. All right. Well, 308-8867. Thanks, Trace. 308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call and be a part of the show. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Landscaping products and plant fabrics are the number one choice of professionals in the lawn and garden industry. Millburger Landscape and Nursery stocks the DeWitt Do-Right Drip Irrigation Bag for new trees. DeWitt Do-Right Bag is designed to provide a drip irrigation system directly to tree roots over an extended period of time. Take the stress out of planting new trees with this 20-gallon tree watering bag. It is designed to ensure that your new trees will survive their crucial first year after being planted. It eliminates the severe water stress new trees endure after transplanting by delivering a high volume of water directly to the root system. It is great for soaking before digging, for providing continuous water during summer droughts. The DeWitt Do-Right Bag is made of heavy-duty green coated polypropylene with nylon webbing, poly straps, and black nylon zippers. It is UV stabilized to endure extended exposure to sunlight, safe to use with nutrients. A single bag fits trees up to three feet caliper and holds 20 gallons of water. Easily installed in five minutes, no tools needed. Look for the DeWitt Do-Right Drip Irrigation Bag at Milberger's Landscape and Nursery. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line The holly and the ivy When they are both full grown Of all the trees that are in the wood The holly bears the crown For the rising of the sun And the running of And 
welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Al, back at the station, playing some beautiful Christmas music for you. So uh, give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867, or you can make a request to Al of what you'd like to hear. 308-8867, We've got a lot of people interested in their uh, pride of Barbados plants, what to do with them coming into the winter. Right, right now, everybody, they've kind of quit blooming, uh, and uh, they're maturing, most people leaving their seed pods on there, so they're maturing their seed pods. And uh, basically, you, you, if, the, if you don't like the way they look, you can cut them down there and plant some annuals around them or in between them or whatever in your bed. Uh, or you can just leave them let stand and, to, and then cut them back next spring if they don't freeze. It is a true tropical. Now, they didn't freeze last year and uh, were spectacular this year. So, uh, But we had uh, uh, 200 people uh, come into plantanswers.com to see what to do with their Prada Barbados at this time of the year. So it's also a good time. We're talking about that. A potential freeze or close to freezing um, I was looking at my um, bougainvillea and I was just getting ready to bring that yeah, up yeah some of mine have already decided it's too cold for anything yeah you know, and uh, but this is a good time to move them into the to shelter some are few some are still blooming I haven't quite figured it out why they're One's kind of out there in the open, and there's others in more sheltered areas that have thrown in the ghost. But <laughs> but um, but some of them are still blooming around town, big time. So well, I and, guess that's different varieties. Yeah, and, the, and those little micro Clown, environments. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Thanksgiving, first uh, of December, is uh, is a good time to uh, to get them into into shelter. Thing about bougainvillea, they don't need light um, for wintering like a hibiscus oriental hibiscus will or um, mandevilla and some of those other tropical things that if you want them to get through the winter well they they should be getting some light so they maintain a little bit of foliage but uh, well, what's our um, plumeria plumeria too you can store it doesn't really need any any light in the winter time, but it should go. It should be in uh, under shelter too. And Jerry, you're now that we've got um, climate change and things are getting warmer, moving them uh, things close to the house. Yeah, uh, like southern exposures uh, might be that enough. That gives a lot of protect, a lot of protection. Yeah, and then just being prepared to, uh, to if it gets a little colder, if it gets a forecast below freezing, then. For a long insurance. period of time, that's yeah. For insurance, be ready to put some kind of cloth over the top of them. I had some uh, went out in my backyard and enjoyed some citrus off of my tree. When I went to check the uh, rain gauge, I just walked around there and picked me a couple of satsumas, and they're they're getting sweeter by the day. Yeah, for sure. And they're they're cooled out, of course, with this cool rainy weather, and. Uh, 
that's that's what makes having citrus worth it all to go go out and pick some off your own tree and uh, eat them when you want to. And you know what surprised me? I've been watching my cucumbers and uh, didn't seem to see you know see any. And so I was describing to Judy that I don't know I was really disappointed we didn't get any cucumbers. And so there they were, two big ones, <laughs> staring at me. And in the in the spring, they were about uh, eight inches long. You would probably toss them as too big, but they looked nice and green and shiny. So I cut some up, and they and they were crispy. And uh, is that right? Yeah, this cool weather. This cool weather, um, you can uh, get a little more use out of those. But we're getting close to the end of the oh, summer yeah. squash and cucumbers oh, yeah. and green beans and. Yeah, all those and tomatoes even my tomatoes are I haven't all that all that bragging I did on those great big red deuces I haven't seen any since oh those were good yeah oh yeah man those were good there's still there's still green fruit on there but uh, uh, with this kind of weather we've had they haven't been inclined to uh, to show much ripening so it won't be long before I do my last collection and leave them to the Cold weather. <laughs> well, uh, uh, also, also, of course, you can replace. So, what can you plant now? You know, you, we've got lots of transplants of uh, cabbage and broccoli and, and onions uh, and onions out here, and so you can replace uh, replace you some see of the, that to, to put greenery in your in your. You see garden. the spinach too. There's some really nice. Oh yeah, spinach, spinach is really growing good now. And uh, like I said, uh, we had the International Spinach Conference last week, and uh, well, on this week. And so uh, uh, spinach is on our mind, and uh, it's cooled down a little bit now, and, and it's really growing nice. And that's another thing that you really got to keep your fertility levels up on, uh, side dress with spinach. And the problem with side dressing spinach, especially if you if you use granular fertilizer, which most people do, uh, is that uh, when you apply your granular fertilizer, you want to go over with a, a broom or something and, and get the uh, granules off of the leaves. Otherwise, it'll it'll burn little spots yeah. in the leaves. Even the dust. Yeah, even the dust. Yeah, well done. Yeah. It's probably good to go through there, and you need to wet your fertilizer in anyway. Yeah. But I, I always take a broom, take a little a light broom, and uh, try to get those uh, uh-huh. granules off before. Can you see Jerry out there with his little sweeping with his broom? Yeah, sweeping the spin. Sweeping the spin. It's a secret <laughs> cultural practice that he follows out there. But yeah. uh, that side dressing is very important. Uh, uh, for the, for the leafy crops, yeah, leafy we, green crops, and we forget in the winter. I don't some for some reason we don't think about it as much in the winter time. Yeah, but, uh, and and that that uh, the green magic. Uh, we're getting a lot of good comments and feedback on our on the broccoli that we're now selling. Uh, for for people talking about how sweet it is and how good it is. Mm. So uh, people that usually don't like broccoli. Are, are really loving that uh, green magic. Very cool. So we got all those here. Yeah. yeah. Good. 
So do you uh, grow broccoli? I haven't because I do mostly stuff in containers. Can I do broccoli yeah. in containers? Oh, yeah. yeah. So That's easy to do. pull up my tomatoes, I could put up some broccoli in? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Put one or two in there. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was I'll wondering. I'll probably go with one. The um, Brussels sprouts should start uh, oh, producing soon. Thank you. Cauliflower is ready to harvest for sure. All right. Listen, we're going to begin to wrap up for today. I want to encourage you to come on by Mill Burgers though, today or tomorrow or sometime this week. Tuesday is going to be awfully pretty. And uh, get your Christmas trees. Best Christmas trees here in San Antonio. And uh, they'll sure help you to uh, get them to your car and take care of them. So uh, come on out to Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and find out more. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. And on behalf of Docs, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday and Sunday back here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.